Hi, everyone. This is Carolyn from Second Serve. Who is excited about the French Open? The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris, and you can watch every court live on Tennis Channel Plus. You can watch it on your phone or smart TV live in HD. So you can watch it at work or while you're waiting in your kid's carpool line. Live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. You can be there when it happens with Tennis Channel Plus. Hi, this is Carolyn, and I'm here with Aaron, and this is part two of our episode with an anonymous local league coordinator. If you'd like to hear some crazy or silly situations he's had to deal with in the past, please check out part one, but here is part two. I have a question for you, I, and I think even captains probably think this way, but do you, are you always, I mean, I know, and even as players, are you like, oh no, it's raining and it's playoffs and I'm going to get a million text messages from players about what's fair and what's not fair and rescheduling. Yes. Um, and then for the most part in our area, captains are great about just going ahead and getting it handled. But we have, you know, some of those captains who are like, you know, it was, it was rained out on this date. I'm giving you two dates. Well, that's not always, that's not the real world. And so, but for the most part, our captains are really great about working together. And, and most of the time I don't have to get involved when I get involved, it's when they're really tight races and, they, and there's some strategic lineups going on. That's when it gets tricky and I have to step in and say, you got to play it on this date, period. Because they will they will spread a match out over 47 days if they can for strategic <laughs> scheduling. <laughs> because yes. it matters. Yes. It matters for yes. them. Yeah, because they're going for a towel. Yes, state, that's why. that sign on the <laughs> fence is huge. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So do you get a lot of emails or I'll bet you have to just read a lot of people's text messages, right? People probably screen capture their phones yes. and come to you with arguments from people. Um, yeah. And thank goodness it's the same people over and over. So, you know, you get the text, you're like, okay, yes, Bobby, I understand. And, you know, it's when you get the new P or not the new, the people who don't complain, when they complain, you're like, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to really look at it. I look at everybody's. I read everybody's. I give everybody's text consideration. But if you've complained about the same thing 47 times, it just doesn't land the same as it does the first time, I guess. But for the most part, our players are wonderful, work together. You've got a few that just aren't going to bend. And it's, you know, that sign on the fence is a whole lot to them, whereas it isn't a whole lot to other people. So... Do you have any different grievances or, or crazy stories, I guess, or silly situations with mixed compared to anything else? Like, does is it a little bit more calm, a little bit more crazy? In the past, mixed has been my favorite season because it's calmer. It's just something yeah. about, I think, men diffuse the women a little bit and women diffuse the men. Um, right. This season's been different. I think it was lockdown. I'm going to blame COVID and everybody being locked inside for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do think that people coming out of lockdown and we're getting more players out there. Um, Mix has been a little challenged this year because people are getting a little more rigid than they were before. I think when we first came back from COVID, we were like, thank God we're playing. Let's just get out there and have fun. Yeah. Well, now the competition's getting back in there and people, and we're not, we don't know how to act around each other anymore. So um, right. the competition part, people are getting real serious. I've, I mean, I've had 
um, a couple confrontations between men, which is rare. Usually it's the women who get a little snippy, but this season I've had men <laughs> who have, you know, one man, I mean, went and stood on a court, which it was like one courts one, two, and three. One of the guys went and stood on court two to watch court three as a monitor. Well, we don't have monitors. We don't do that. Right. And so it, the men have been getting a little testy this summer. I think it's the heat. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I have another question. Do you get a lot of rules complaints that somebody didn't know the rule or we played this or I didn't like that? Anything like I that? I get a lot of rules questions. As LLC, you're expected to be a walking rule book. And I'll be walking to a match on, you know, going to my court and somebody's like, hey, what's the rule on how long do you have to serve? What? <laughs> Excuse me, yeah. let me get my friend at court book out because I too have a lot going on in my life and I can't always spit out you know, rule 2.01C3. It just doesn't happen. And so a lot of times I'm like, let me, all right, let me, let me get to you in a second or, you know, how much for a medical timeout? Some of these things you just know and you just spit out. But right. some things are a little more in depth. I'm like, all right, I need to consult my friend at court book or pull up the regulation regulations on my phone. And I've tried to present links to the players and say, look, if you have a problem, this is the link. Friend at court books are easy to order if you want to keep one in your bag or you can access it online. But people like texting me or calling me or stopping me saying, what's the rule? And I'm not a walking rule. Yes. Let me just tell you. <laughs> yeah, We actually put friend at court on our website because Carolyn and I refer to it so much and it was the easiest way for us to find it. So we have a link on our website if anybody wants to grab it from there. Uh, yes, please do. And I keep a copy of it in my tennis bag and I think any player should keep it in their tennis bag because it's just a quick handy reference. So if a situation comes up, pull out your book, look it, look it up together so nobody gets heated and everybody sees it in black and white and you don't have that escalation. I completely agree with that. Mm -hmm. I have it in my bag, too. She does. She's so, an attorney, though. But Yeah, but I think that is exactly right, Sarah. <laughs> I think that's exactly what you... <laughs> I think that's exactly what you do. I, I actually have another question. Go. As a local league coordinator, what do you want a, adult recreational players to know? Oh, that's a good, good, good question. I, what I've been stressing, and I've stressed since I became an LLC, is this is recreational tennis. This is supposed to be a positive experience where we take time away from our families, our jobs, and other things in our life that can be stressors. This should not be a stressor. This should be a stress reliever. And this is what you do to recenter and connect with yourself and play and have fun and meet people and have cocktails afterwards. That's what recreational tennis is. We're not getting a paycheck. The only people who get paychecks out there are the LLCs in some areas. And trust me, it is very, very, very little. <laughs> so no, no LLCs. Those three varies. Yes, no LLC is riding into the sunset with a big pot of money. Right. And if they were, they earned it. Trust me. But it has to be positive. You have to just enjoy the recreational experience. We all want to go to state. We all want to get that sign on the fence. We all want to have that privilege of I was the best at something. 
But if you can be the best player you are out there and you walk off the court with your head held high and you like yourself at the end of it, you won every single match. And I tell people all the time, you're not getting a paycheck. Do not invest this time, type of time and energy into something that is not bringing you joy. Because if it doesn't bring you joy, don't do it. And I want as many people as possible to play tennis because tennis has enriched my life so much. But if it doesn't bring me joy, I don't do it. And if it doesn't bring you joy, stop. Because you complain about everything and, you know, making bad line calls out of spite. That's not joy. That's you need to find a new hobby. Do you want to ask this one? Oh, yeah. Oh, any other silly stories before I ask the final um, question? Anything else what, that you missed or you wanted to mention? One of my favorites is a captain who called me just devastated because I've got to reschedule courts and, you know, this captain ain't going to reschedule. And I was like, well, what happened? She's like, Leslie can't play because she's going to get a boob job. And she was like, well, I guess she just decided to get a boob job. So I'm short a player for this match because she's getting a boob job. And I, I, just, I couldn't do anything but laugh. I said, okay, so, you know, are you trying to reschedule that court? And she's like, no, I don't have anybody. So, But it just cracks me up because she said, you know, I've got to forfeit this court. And it was a very tight flight and I mean it was every game counted and she was like you know what I'm done as a captain I am done she's going to get a boob job and my team's out done <laughs> so that's probably my favorite Put her story over the edge. ever <laughs> and I've seen the lady since and it was good work and I'm glad she did it <laughs> Good. <laughs> she looks amazing. <laughs> so. You know what else? You know what else is crazy though? And I know um because we get so into tennis, right? All of us, we just get obsessed with it. But we actually have had um multiple people. I've I've known friends at our club that have scheduled their plastic surgery around their tennis seasons. So like they try to get it done in the winter, right? Or, you know, a season that it doesn't count or, and I'm like, shouldn't you just do it whenever your doctor can fit you in instead of trying to, but it's like, I got to get it done before spring season starts so that I can play spring, you know? Yeah. Well, I've had so funny. a lot of friends who do the exact same thing. I need, you know, I have, yeah. um, I had tennis elbow and when COVID hit, I was like, okay, we'll rest in it for this long time. We'll be great. Well, it never got better. So same. When they announced yeah. we could start playing, I went to the doctor and said, all right, I, I have to have this surgery now because I have to be ready to play in six weeks. And he did the surgery six weeks later. I was on the court. <laughs> I meant wow. I was getting back out yeah. there. I was going to say, how many people go to their doctor and say, I have a deadline. I have to be on a tennis court. Yeah. I'm an scheduled. adult recreational I'm, tennis yes, court. I'm scheduled a, for a very, weeks. very important yes. spring match. Because it brings me joy. <laughs> It brings me joy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I do it. <laughs> so Sarah, since you told us all the kind of the crazy parts or silly parts of being a local league coordinator, can you tell us the best part? The absolute best part is just the people. And, you know, I've complained, but the people are wonderful. We have great players who love the sport and get it. They get, we're getting out there. We're having fun. We're enjoying each other. We're making long-term relationships, not just each match. I love that. And I love the people who see me and are like, thank you for what you're doing, because they understand 
it's herding cats and they're appreciative for the cat herding. And I, and I'm glad to do it. I absolutely love being an LLC. It is probably one of the best things that I've done in my adult life. Um, aside from, you know, motherhood, children, you know, all those things, but that I've done for <laughs> me, let's say like that. I mean, it's, it's furthering something that I absolutely love and it is just giving back and making sure that the league that I love is moving forward. And I'm glad to do that. I'm, I'm so appreciative to be able to do that. And I'm appreciative for the players who let me do that. And, you know, we have the complainers, we have the serial reschedulers, we have the crying captains, but we also have people who get it. We're getting on the courts, we're having fun, and mm-hmm. we're going home knowing what matters. And even the serial reschedulers and the crying captains, they all know what matters. They just get to it in a different way. We really had a great time speaking with the anonymous local league coordinator. We hope you check out our website, which is secondservepodcast.com. The resources section of our website gives information for adult recreational players. Thanks so much for listening and hope to see you on the court soon. Hey, Second Serve listeners, this is Erin. Carolyn and I are so excited that the second slam of the year is happening this month. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the French Open, and Tennis Channel Plus is the place to watch it. Tennis Channel Plus brings you courtside with three weeks of unparalleled access, and they do this with every single court live. Watch on your phone, your smart TV in HD, or like I do, on my iPad while I'm sitting at my desk working all day. I love to flip around to different matches on Tennis Channel Plus to see my favorite players in action. Don't miss your favorite tennis legends battle a new generation of talent and watch exciting new rivalries emerge on the historic clay courts of Roland Garros. If Carolyn and I can't be in Paris in person, at least we can watch all the matches on Tennis Channel Plus. Daily coverage begins on Monday, May 20th. Be there when it happens with Tennis Channel Plus. I know I will be.